Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto. You're watching daily crypto news and updates with your hosts, Bitcoin Styles on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstyles on Instagram. I am here to explain crypto and Web3 while keeping you up to date on all the latest. Today's news story is massive, and I think it's a great opportunity for people to learn as well. We have a big market crash causing Terra Luna update being called Terra Luna 2.0, super original. This is a great chance to better understand the technology behind crypto projects, how these crypto projects operate, the community's involvement, understanding value of a network, and maybe I will even get some investing ideas. But first, if you don't, if you like or don't like the content, please let me know by leaving a comment below. If you're listening on podcast, please give me a rating. Five stars is preferable and follow me. If you're watching on YouTube, please smash the subscribe button, ring the bell, it helps support the channel and it doesn't cost you anything. Just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. You can use the links below to do your own research. All right. So at this point, if you have been tuning into the news, you would know that a market trend lower was coming anyway. This is due to the pandemic, which saw a massive run-up in valuations of the stock market and the crypto market. Massive run-ups like what we saw usually see the air pulled out. When the bubble deflates, weaker companies and coins will get wiped out. Stronger ones and new ones will take their place. We also have rampant inflation, supply chain restrictions due to China's no COVID policy in the Ukraine war, fear in the world due to the Ukraine war spreading, more fear due to all of these things, and a Fed trying to crash the market a little just to bring it down to reality so we can get out of this craziness we're in. What we did not expect in crypto was the Terra Luna collapse. As I reported, the UST or Terra is an algorithmic stablecoin. This means that it was supposed to be stable and equal to $1. This stablecoin is tied to the Luna coin, which is a governance and transaction token or coin, sorry. This Luna coin is very important to Terra Luna ecosystem. There are companies that build applications on this blockchain. They had customers and investors. When the stablecoin lost its peg, its sister token Luna spiraled with it. The group responsible for ensuring keeping the UST stablecoin stable had a bunch of crypto reserves. This was the first partially crypto-backed algorithmic stablecoin. Many people thought it would work, but it didn't. Well, in order to try to save the coin in the midst of it, they sold over 80,000 Bitcoins. This created a lot of sell pressure and everyone freaked out and offloaded them into a soft, scared and risk off environment. Thus, the big collapse. Bigger than it probably would have been had it not been for the UST demise. However, I do believe that this was coming. Well, not that you you care. I just want this whole mess to be behind us personally. I'm sure you do, too, unless you're a big loser with uh in in the terra luna collapse i'm sorry for you for your losses um i lost about three to five percent of my total stack when this all collapsed i i'm heavy in stable coins with your earning G yield except for these stable coins are backed by dollars and treasury bills and bonds and um and bitcoin and ethereum so all the other coins don't take up a huge percentage as compared to those um if i didn't try to catch a falling knife i would have lost less if you don't know what that term means catching a falling knife well basically it means that when when the stock market is falling or the coin mar market is falling whatever when prices are dropping sometimes it's like well if this might be the bottom so i'm gonna hit grab the bottom and then it's gonna bounce back up and I'm going to be able to benefit from buying the bottom. It's market timing. And it, when it works, it's great. 
But when it doesn't, it's like catching a fallen knife. Get cut. Like I got cut. Well, the CEO, Do Kwan, is trying to revive the ecosystem. This means get rid of UST stablecoin. This would be great. That coin was a giant Ponzi scheme with a death spiral risk. At least that's what's being called. The collapse wiped out $40 billion. So move on. But since there is a robust ecosystem and such a large group of people who lost their money, there is a revival project in play. This I would say that learning about all this is a great learning experience for those of you who are relatively new to crypto or want to increase or, sorry, uh, think of it like create more, get more depth of your knowledge in crypto. You know, seeing how the project leaders work, how they impart change, the value of the community, how the tech works, all of this and more is contained in today's news. Plus, the re- plus this may be an opportunity to get in early on a new coin. That's right. If this is pulled off and devs continue to build with Terra Luna and the community recovers, this could be quite the turnaround story. With so many stakeholders, who knows? Let's dive in. I'm going to share my screen. If you're listening on podcasts, you can use the links below to follow along or just listen up. Author Marco Kuros Gutierrez writes for Fortune.com, Do Kwan's proposal for a Terra blockchain rebirth just passed by 65%. Here's what that means and what happens next. The first proposal was meant to fork the Terra blockchain. So real quick, the company Terraform Labs created the Terra blockchain. The Terra blockchain has a governance and transaction coin called Luna. Then they created the UST Terra stablecoin. Do Kwan is the CEO. All right, so that's the background information. Well, now that this blockchain is in the toilet due to the valuations expected by the devs who built on it and the investors invest in it, Do Kwan proposes a fork. Well, what is a fork? Let's talk about it. I got a little uh, information pulled up here for you. Okay, this is Terraform Labs Twitter, and I'll read it out loud in case you're listening on podcasts. Recently, a few community members, including some TFL, that's the Terra Foundation, whatever, and members of their... Oh, Terraform Labs. Duh, I just said that. Have referred to the proposed new blockchain and Prop 1623 as a fork as opposed to a Genesis chain. Note, the revival plan is not proposing a fork of the existing chain, but rather the creation of a new one. What is a fork? A hard fork refers to a change in a blockchain protocol that results in two blockchains, one that follows a previous protocol and one that follows the new version. The new chain shares all of its previous history with the original. The important distinction here is that a forked blockchain shares all of its history with the original. Terra 2.0 will not. Terra 2.0, the genesis of a new blockchain, if Prop 1623 passes, a brand new blockchain, Terra, shall be created starting from Genesis Block Zero that will not share any history with Terra Classic. DApps or assets from the old chain, Terra Classic, will not pre-exist in Terra as they would in a fork and will therefore need to migrate. Most of the popular DAS built on Terra Classic have already committed to migrating. So let's break that down. Let me retweet this real quick. Okay. All right. So we have... Uh... Okay. So my next question, my question is like, why? Like, okay. So you're not going to fork it. What does a fork means? 
and it didn't go into it, but a fork means that you change the the protocols in the blockchain and the, the the validators and the software could be would need to be updated in order to work on the fourth blockchain. Well, this instead of instead of changing the rules of the blockchain or changing the protocols, what they're doing is creating a brand new one, renaming the old one Terra Classic, and the new one is Terra, a true do-over. Well, why will they do this? Well, I died, I did a dive into into it and I read a bunch of articles. I scoured Reddit, and it seems like this is like I said, to get a do-over, the Luna coin is tied to the UST stablecoin in a way that has caused Luna hyperinflation. So Luna's supply just skyrocketed. So that's why it's constantly trending downwards. It's not going to be able to be saved. One, some people thought that, oh, what if we just destroy some of these? But the problem is the mechanisms designed on the blockchain with these stablecoin in Luna, it makes that very difficult and potentially a fool's errand. So... There's so much Luna being printed because of this that there is no saving Luna. So the brand new chain will have neither coin on it. They will change the name of current Luna to be Luna C or Luna Classic. And the new chain will have a coin called Luna, just like this one. All right, let's go back to our story here. I want to read something from this article. As part of the plan, millions of Luna tokens will be distributed to supporters with the hopes that they will be worth something once people adopt the new blockchain. Uh, how can they do this, you might ask? So an explanation of the tech is there is a way to snap screenshot everybody who owns Luna on the blockchain. So they can see who owns it because that's the whole concept is the each block contains an identifier and a transaction stamp. And so what they could see is all these people have tokens. So we're going to airdrop, meaning they're just going to send all those wallet addresses, a, a millions of these new Luna tokens to people who already held Luna as of a certain date. Like if you buy Luna now, I don't think you get any new Luna. And so that's a way for them to kind of repopulate the chain and get more Luna tokens out there. And they want people to pick up the new blockchain and use those tokens. It's not for speculation. It is literally to use the tokens on in all of their applications. Apparently, Luna was a very robust ecosystem. I probably already said that. And so there's a lot of people losing out, not just people who are worried about the price because they're holding the coins in their bag. It's actually... It's actually kind of like if Ethereum collapsed, how many businesses and people involved will be hurt just because Ethereum collapses, not because they worried about Ethereum, but because they're worried about the 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 application that they built and all their customers. So this is big. You know, this is a big layer one collapse. So they're trying to do a redo and they want everybody to migrate over who built an application on it. And by I imagine that would be easy. They would make that easy to do by having a lot of similar code, maybe, and like, and it's just an easy transition, as opposed to a a fork where they have to update and they got to worry about these coins are still on this on this blockchain. They're just gonna get completely get rid of the coins. All right, I have a few paragraphs I want to read to you. 
The vote about whether or not to create a new Terra blockchain, which was first proposed by Terraform Lab CEO Do Kwan on May 18th, would, among other things, ditch the stablecoin UST and solely use UST's sister cryptocurrency Luna for applications and projects based on the new blockchain. So you understand, it's kind of like it's kind of like a street. Imagine a street like where I work in Georgetown, there's like an M, M street. M street is like the main drag. And it's got all these shops and restaurants on it. Well, if, and everyone uses the dollar, but imagine if Georgetown had its own coin and you could, and those stores only accepted Georgetown coin. And so we, Georgetown coin plummeted. What's going to happen to all those businesses on M street? I'm sure you could figure that out. So it's really bad for more than just the value of the coin. The value of the coin collapsing hurts all the people who were using those coins, not the people who were sitting on them waiting for the price to go up. Because remember, these are currencies. These are not stocks in a company. All right. <clears throat> Let's keep moving on. As part of the proposal, the old blockchain renamed Terra Classic would still technically exist and host the defunct UST. But the applications built on the old blockchain, along with the people and organizations validating the transactions, would likely move to the new blockchain, which I showed you in that tweet. There was like five different uh, applications. I said they would definitely migrate. As part of the proposal, oh, I already read that. Um, the new blockchain would be created on May 27th for any future Terra blockchain-based applications and projects. We're inspired to see the Terra community's energy and enthusiasm for, for our ecosystem revival plan. With hundreds of developers working on everything from DeFi to fungible labor markets, state-of-the-art infrastructure, and community experience, the ecosystem was important to preserve, and today we have done that together. Okay, so there's this is a lot, and... Um, you might find yourself taking notes. If you have any notes and anything that I went over that you'd like me to explain more or maybe do another video about, please leave a comment below and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about all of this? Think about like, okay, so they're, I also in my scouring to figure out why they're making the moves that they're making, I discovered a ton of people talking about how much they love the Terra ecosystem. They love, they think the applications are amazing. They think that there is a user interface and user experience that's way better than any other layer one. Uh, there were applications on there that no one has been being able to repeat that people were praising about over Reddit and Twitter and and, I'll, and apparently there's been no hacks on it, according to my, you know, basic research. If I was buying into the coin more further, I would probably do more research to verify that. But basically, it's all in all, it's like very positive vibes from the community. But the problem is that they, no one trusts Do Kwan. They think that because they made they made a proposal and there were some last minute changes made. And at that time, when those last minute changes made, people had already staked and voted, which I don't even know how that works. But apparently that pissed a lot of people off. And it also potentially shows some flaws in the proof of stake concept. Remember, I talked a lot about proof of stake versus proof of work. Proof of work is completely decentralized and you have to ha solve a high computational required mathematical puzzle in order to be to win the block and process those transactions that keeps the keeps the network secure, but it also keeps it super decentralized. So 
with proof of stake, it's all about how many tokens you hold. So the more tokens you hold, the more power to influence decisions. So in theory, the Terraform labs, they could just stake all their tokens that they hold. They hold millions of tokens of these things. They could potentially sway the vote themselves. So that was some of the stuff, speculation that was going on. You know, they did a Twitter poll and they got like 90% of people said they didn't want to do this which why would you not want to do this? Maybe because people think that you can still save it, save the Luna coin. But from what I understand, there's no saving it. It's unless it's recoded, I guess. And that would be an update. And then everyone would have to adjust. Maybe it's more work to adjust the code of the dApps than it is to just ask them to move on to a brand new chain that's run on the same, with the same parameters and protocols. I think... I think all this is really interesting. I find it's a way to peek, in, peek inside of the and understand the technology that's involved. And also, I think it's really interesting to see how some of this stuff has played out. Like, as this story evolves, I'll keep you all posted. But if proof of stake can be manipulated, then that just goes to prove my point about why would you want Bitcoin to change the proof of stake? You say it's to consume less energy. You say it's... Con- save the planet the reality is that there is nothing as secure and decentralized as there is bitcoin so the only people who can make changes are bitcoin miners and you need 91 percent approval of that now there were there have been instances where there were forks in the past but none of them have ever overtaken bitcoin so Anyway, there's some, you know, all this stuff is really interesting. This is a very big learning experience. If you've been following me, this is a really big like opportunity for so many things to come together for you to better understand this. So uh, this is a great lesson to anybody who's just tuning in in the beginning, you know, paying attention and staying on top of the news and listening over listening despite your you know maybe you have a shallow understanding you know doing a little research is a good idea but also letting the news and explanations layer on top of each other that's how i designed this 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 show is that i want to explain and in some level of depth all the all the terminology and vocabulary while I'm telling you a story well a lot of these terminology vocabularies that I've explained multiple times have come together so I think this is a great opportunity. I definitely think you should be tuning in and paying attention to this. If anything, just to learn about the tech and how community involvement works, how voting works, how governance works, how much, how important trust is in a trustless system. Turns out that if you don't trust Do Kwan, you're not going to buy Luna. Now, I have to say, as a the speculator in me is going to definitely buy some of these new Luna tokens. And you never know. It could be a turnaround story, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of trust. And there's not a lot of trust, then that hurts. But it's all about the dApps, in my opinion. I think if the applications that are being built on it migrate over and they are as popular and it's as robust of an ecosystem as is being stated on Twitter, then I think uh, there could be some potential there. If anything, just for speculation, it depends on how early you are, I guess. Anyway, what are you doing? What are you buying? What are you selling? What are you holding? Are you going to just walk completely away from this and watch it from the sidelines? Are you going to get involved? What did you learn today? Did you learn anything? Did I misrepresent or misspeak about something that you would like me to explain? Did did I say something that you would like me to dig in deeper? Please leave a comment below. Let me know and have a good day. Hoddle on. I will talk to you all tomorrow.